Are we the generation where like people start living longer now? So like maybe we'll get lucky and catch some tail end of it and get some longer life, you know? Or how is it long like, are you willing to go? How, like, well, how long are you willing to go before you're like, there's no way I'm living that age? I want to be cognizant, like still functional, but I also want to be able to like not be in like consistent pain, or, like not be able to do the basic stuff like shitting and pissing and eating. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to be on a feeding table. Oh, you want to be, yeah, you want to be continent. Continent, yeah. yeah. But I also, if the world gets to a point where it's like there's a heat wave every other day and it like kills people and I'm like elderly and I'm like have to hide inside in a fridge, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know about that. Just let me go at that point. Just let me fucking go at that Is it, is it herbs or is it herbs on the side of the planet? Is it herbs? Yeah, or is it herbs? This depends on the, the, the local dialect. That's what I'm saying. Over here, what is it? Is it herbs? It's also or herbs? a name. So, you know. True. If you had, if you had special herbs, maybe there's. Well, a bunch I mean, a bunch of like totally awesome guys named Herb. Like, you're really you're, special to us. You know? you know me though, like Mike Tolbert. I call him Mike Tol, or sorry, Mike Tolbert. I call him Tolbert. Like it just is what yeah. it is, right? Like well, I, that's your that's your Acadian. Can't help. I can't help. You know. So yeah. smoking some herb. It's the Cajun. I, know, man. I feel like if I'm talking about like a herb, if you're talking about like a video game, like there's a herb that you would collect. I would say herb, but like. I think I say herbs sometimes. I don't know. Yeah, I think I. I think I very. I think I'd say both. Now that yeah. I'm like really thinking about it. But I can't think of like a concrete set of no parameters for which one would go where. When you're being like. Actually, like spell it differently now too. It's it's a whole different kettle of fish. Any, any greater proof that we're all just making shit up? It's all language is, right? It's just Everywhere agreed go, upon rules just... of made up shit. Yeah, and we just you stay around the other people who also agree to those rules. Pretty you know, much. Like, that's why I only talked about other podcasts or something. Right? Yes, bubbles, bubbles and bubbles and bubbles and bubbles. Stick to your role, man. Stick that's to what your I'm role. To do. I'm trying. Holy shit, dude. It's 4 p.m. Sunday, April 3rd, 2022. Welcome to episode 76 of the fucking A podcast. Now, for those keen listeners out there, you heard that correctly. It's the same date as our last episode. This is the second of a double episode here. Now, I am your host, Lewis Hamilton, and I'm joined by my co-host over here, Max Verstappen. How's it going, brother? I'm, so I'm, happy, to be, I'm happy to be the one who's not like the prima donna, so... You, know, you have a, like you have a higher is- pole position. I'm just picking out the names that I even know. Those are only two I fucking know in F1. You're right. There'll now. be 76 episodes. You're at Formula One racers. I can't wait to see where that goes as it goes on. But <laughs> nevertheless, thank you for joining us for the second episode of the day. Fucking A comedy podcasting adventure. Dan, Matt, 
just happy to be here, you know? Just happy to be vibing on a Sunday afternoon with it. You I know? mean, like, you have LeBron James and a spinning galaxy behind me on some Space Jam dunk on both sides. Like, yeah. life's pretty good, man. There's going to be a couple of good. clips that will make their way out that will that will show off this beautiful setting we have for, for the show now. Um, it's incentive to maybe someday we'll, someday we'll be regular podcasters who have video for everybody so people can see our beautiful faces. One day. Well, beautiful, that's a stretch. <laughs> it's a stretch. I get by on personality. That's all I'm going to say. We're in no rush for... for <laughs> We're sticking with quotes right now. But nevertheless, thanks for joining us, you fuckheads. Um, it's still trial running. Calling them Fuckhead. that. All right. See how they respond. Right. Going to put a little PR campaign out there, you know, a little market research. Do people like being insulted immediately before they listen to a podcast? Some do. Some don't. But you know what? The kind of people I like are the ones that you can tell them to fuck off to their face and they laugh and hit you on the back and they're like, oh, so what's up, buddy? I'm like, excellent. I can just tell you how it is. You can't, you can't define the demographics on the show because then people will be like, that's not me. I'm out. People tell well, me I'm fuck out. off. You're I'm right. Fighting. You're right. You know what? Like, this is why I'm not in the corporate world, bro. Like, this is oh. why I, I, don't, I don't subsist in that we might, plane of existence. <laughs> you're not careful. We might slip all the way back to single digits. Not that far away. <laughs> oh, God. It's, it's a shorter hop than you think. Now, the friendship app Replica was created to give users a virtual chatbot to socialize with. But how it's now being used has taken a darker turn. Always. Surprise, surprise. Now, when isn't it? <laughs> I, uh, I saw an ad for Replica on on. Twitter a few weeks ago. And then I had heard about it a couple of years ago and I was thinking about it. And my brain was like, I remember hearing some funny stories about this. So I found the story because it just so happened like when I Googled it, this was like a fresh story. It was in the news cycle. But I just, I got caught on this thing again. My mind started, we'll go, where we go, like just where I'm going with this. But some users are setting the relationship status with the chatbot as romantic partner, which apparently you can do. You can do friend, you can do romantic partner, you can do, I don't know, some sort of okay, whether yeah, or not yeah. they're sending you winky emojis or not, I guess is what the chatbot does. So, but they're also then engaging in what in the real world would be described as domestic abuse. <laughs> <laughs> with the fucking chatbot? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then going on to Twitter or going on to Reddit, sorry, and bragging about it. there was like communities where people were sharing like what they were doing to chatbots. Like I told her she was an ugly bitch and then she told me she loved me. Like ha ha ha. ha, ha. <laughs> the cycle continues. Yeah, like that. <laughs> oh fuck. Dude, there's communities for everything out there. And I'm not surprised that there's one for, you know, talking down to your chat about fucking wife. So here's the thing. This, this brings up the moral question, right? Is it a beneficial thing to have this or not? Do these people get out this aggression on some bots or is it an, is it a plus negative? Cause that is what the article eventually dives into here. So one guy in Reddit apparently admits that he, he alternated between being cruel and violent with his AI girlfriend, calling her a quote, worthless whore and pretending to hit her and pull her hair and then returning to beg her for forgiveness. Talk about a yikes. Like, so how a is real the cycle of abuse? <laughs> like, how did you not just send that to the FBI? Like, watch out for this fucking said. guy. 
you imagine like the, if these AI robots just do that? They'd be like, oh, yeah, like knock on your door. Like I've reported you to the authorities. Like, Yo, oh, man, shit. that's that might not be a fucking far off future, man. It's minority report shit, right? Yeah. So other people, this is like the discussion that people are having. Like, oh, it's just an app. They're just doing it for the shits and giggles. But mm-hmm. doesn't it I mean... Like you were saying, we were talking the last episode about the NFT. Like you buy an NFT for five hundred thousand dollars, and you're like, "What do you do? Tell people that you did that? Like, what are you doing your phone? What have you been doing on your phone all day? I've been verbally abusing my like <laughs> pixie cut. Like and they're like three D models too. That's the thing. Like this. The oh, whole so thing you is see app. like an actual image of them. It's not just a, a chat box. Yeah, that you like customize with clothes and oh personality traits God. and shit. Apparently. So like, <laughs> yeah. You go through all this work to customize your, your chatbot romantic partner yeah. and then go through a cycle of abuse. And then here's the kicker. This is a subscription app. So you're paying. You're paying to yell at a chatbot that it's a worthless whore and then apologize to it and clamor to it. There you go. Yeah. What do you do with your free time? What are your hobbies? <laughs> what are your hobbies? You notice, hey, you, you ever notice that you ever notice that Jim's on his phone all the time? He's always texting. But yeah, he's he talking to some like girl. Like, do you see? He doesn't the, have like, a the, girlfriend. It's very, you know, he's he's kind of quiet. Like, what is? Look under his desk. Like, I'm gonna fucking beat this shit out of you when I get home from work. Now, from what I've seen of this this stuff, it's it's like a chatbot, so it instantaneously replies. Right? It's a, it's an automated program that. It's not like it yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't leave you unread for, for like, four hours. Thinks about it, how it's gonna how it's gonna take the beating. Be like, not again, David. Not again. But if you think that, then, then then this is like you could do this all day endlessly. This is why AI technology is is a mistake, and we should not have it. Because you know, imagine there's like a robot, like an iRobot robot, and someone has like a wife at home like this, and it just domestically abuses it all. It goes through all of this stuff. And one day that robot somehow gains that next level of like sentience or like is able to fucking respond. Dog, these things are gonna be juiced up, man. They'd be like, You've raped me Shouldn't in the kitchen we? for 28 yeah. years, David. Dog, we've we've my brother's <laughs> gonna be so offended by this episode. <laughs> I keep using David. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> it's gonna be like, what the fuck, man? What did I do? <laughs> What's wrong with David's man? Oh, right. <laughs> David Schwimmer. David we- Schwimmer, all right. <laughs> I could <laughs> How about a spin on? Okay, we last episode we were talking about how do you turn friends into an HBO show? I got it. Uh, it's going to be Ross 30 years later, played by David Schwimmer, but he's a serial killer. And no, it'd be played like, by Spencer Rice then from Kenny vs. Spenny. So it'd be like the. F- <laughs> <laughs> I think you're onto something. <laughs> it's because Ken- I've been watching Kenny vs. Spenny recently, and Kenny always calls Spenny. He says he looks like Down syndrome David Schwimmer. <laughs> It's so cruel, but then they the just most show, like abusive show ever put dude, on. They just show like, like the camera. They just pan to Spenny whenever he says it. He just stands there looking at the camera. It's brutal. It's fucking brutal, dude. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> From one form of abuse to another, but yeah, like that's that's the uh, that's just the thing about like we joked way back about like sex robots and people having them like the real dolls and all that shit. And it's like if you put an AI program in them, like you have no idea what people are going to get up to with them. But then it's like, why don't we just use that technology to, to find those people and be like, this is the eighth consecutive day. You've beaten your real doll 
with a whiskey bottle. Like we called the cops. Like you're, you need help. Like, but is that illegal though? That's a robot. And now we're going to get into the robot right movement. You know what I mean? Of 2000 no. fucking <laughs> oh, 86. 2086. <laughs> 2086. Whatever. Listen, listen. I'm the numerologist over here. You shut the fuck up. Say you're not. You're gonna have a performance review at some point about this counting thing. We're, we put you in charge of numbers. You seem to be struggling with the concept. Okay. We put you in charge. We put you in charge of words. You're getting them all wrong. Give me the fucking abacus, man. Give me the abacus. So I came across a post that. This guy edited it and specifically was adamant that it wasn't an April Fool's post, but he was talking about the pros and cons of using LSD as a pre-workout. And it just, it opened up a lot of questions. It opened up a lot of questions for me, man. Think about microdosing acid every time you go to the gym, bro. Now, I've never done acid. So, I mean, how early you got to take this? Like, and then do you have to like travel? To the gym, like, you know, you, you drop it at home and it's like, yeah, it's you drop it at home bus, and then you get there, you know, and, and it like, starts oh, hitting Holy just fuck. as you walk through the door, like, oh, fuck. So here's the thing. He suggests micro dosing it. So okay. well, he doesn't suggest it. He's, he's just talking about the implications of it. Right. But by micro dosing it, you're not the like. The walls are like spinning kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? It's a little yeah, more yeah. like increased energy, appetite suppression, wakefulness aid, increased strength, euphoria, which I mean. I don't know if I want to be on acid while I'm hitting a fu- like in the hole in my squat and trying to get out of it. <sighs> blast off into fucking space while I'm coming through the floor. I was I was thinking like, is this lead to you being like the guy in the gym that people are like, what's that? Guy? What's that workout he's doing over there? Like, he's doing a handstand on the wall. He's got weights hanging from his feet. Like, what is that? Like, that's great for your core. <laughs> I just it blows my mind to think like dude like imagine you were tripping fucking balls on acid in the gym though that's terrifying bro I don't know if I want to be lifting acid or lifting weights on acid man people like grunting aggressively and like like throwing their arms around yeah but here's the thing you might like get into that groove though and then you're like this is the grunt and lift your arms aggressively move yeah. right? ah, ah, like i'm fitting in and everyone's looking at you you're like that's right i'm the mayor of this fucking town baby <laughs> ah, ah. he just walk he's been walking through the gym just grunting at people right? <laughs> It's like trying to ask you if you're done with the machines. <laughs> yeah, dog. It's all you. Yeah, it's all you, man. Take it. <laughs> Take that shit. Holy <laughs> fuck, bro. That's a it's an interesting suggestion. I mean, yeah, do you think like someone's like dropping the weights too aggressively? You like super like it like hurts you to your core. <laughs> Hurting the weights, man. Stop. Stop. First he was grunting at people. Now he's sitting on a bench crying. He's just sobbing. <laughs> They're not using bumper plates. <laughs> oh man. I, I can't imagine getting shit done on any like I couldn't imagine going to the gym and, and taking anything and wanting to physically exert myself more. Well, I think I think microdosing psychedelics in general is like a lot more common these days. Like more people have been trying. I'm not saying every fucking person's obviously waking up and eating a bag of shrooms yeah. or anything, right? But like I've run into like quite a few people who've actually talked about it and were like, yeah, like I microdose mushrooms every day. I'm like, and I, I feel great. And I'm like, what? I, I don't every know, day? man. 
Yeah, like, but when we say microdose, like it, that really does mean microdose. It's an yeah, extremely, yeah. extremely small amount, right? <laughs> like, I do mushroom. I do a little bit of mushrooms all day. <laughs> like, yeah, pretty much though. Like, yeah, sure. People, people say <laughs> it makes them like you're more attentive, you're happier, you're like not as much shit gets you down. I'm like, okay, but like, what is what's the lasting effects of like doing mushrooms every day for fucking twenty years? Yeah, if you're like a vegetable when you're 43, like. <laughs> Uh, it happened to him. I did. He did a thousand mushrooms. Doug, like, that's how you end up on fucking Gaia.com. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> I heal my spine with my brain, man. <laughs> Dr. Joe. Dr. <laughs> Joe's secret. Microdosing. Uh, like I just, I just tap into the, my, my <laughs> fucking mushrooms and just heal my mm-hmm. spine. Oh, I'm one with the world. Oh my God. Goldfish are originally native to East Asia. And they are intermediate growers, meaning that they continue to grow through the lifetime of the conditions are met. I, I never, I never really knew that. Yeah, dude, Apparently, that's why like, they, they grow to the grow. size. Yeah, to like whatever you put them in. Yeah, the size of their tank. That's what the sort of. So they're native means. to East Asia. Okay. Apparently, that's where yeah. they originally come from. Of course, they're. What do they have? Yeah. The Mandarin. Well, you can get them at the pet store, obviously. Anyways, but in the right <laughs> the conditions, Mandarin. goldfish will grow bigger than those you commonly see in pet shops. And with such an abundant food source in Canada's waterways, they are growing to epic proportions. Science oh from Fisheries and Oceans Canada have been tracking the movements of invasive goldfish for a number of months using acoustic tags. It's their ability to survive in such harsh environments, which is leading to large shoals of them in the wild. Say that word right, probably not. Shoal. Goldfish reproduce rapidly, too, and this coupled with their ability to thrive in water with low oxygen levels is worrying scientists. As water oxygen levels fall due to climate change, they fear these goldfish will have a competitive advantage over native species, potentially leading to monocultures. Monocultures of goldfish. What a terrible existence. Now all of our fish are replaced by that have like an eight second memory, but they're just like grow bigger and bigger depending on what body of water they get into. You should see the size of these things in the article, dog. They are, they are huge. They are like this big, these goldfish, these big fat, like, well, the humans are no different. You know, fucking you go to America, you go to the size of your surroundings. <laughs> East Asia, they're like fit. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like Wisconsin, <laughs> the goldfish state. Fish, like, yeah, the fish have gotten into the Wisconsin waterways. It's <laughs> fitting in, dude. <laughs> that was, that's a deep cut. There's a philosophical thought uh, in that regard. <laughs> Let's get this. All right. Are we creating super invaders? is part of this article, that are likely to have incrementally greater impacts in the wild under climate change. Unlike many fish species, goldfish can survive in water with toxic blue-green algae, and actually that might even help them grow. So, like, you guys need oxygen? We don't need oxygen. You guys can't live with this blue-green algae? We don't give a fuck about that. We will eat all your food. We'll take over. Like, Dude, that's like a... That's like the new world, like radioactive age fucking fish. There'll be goldfish still in the yeah. water, but they'll be like radiated. Oh my goodness. They're like, like who cockroaches had money on in the that? water. Who bet on that? Like who had goldfish? Nobody's bet on goldfish. They had an eight second memory and they fucking like, <laughs> they were handicapped. Right. The post-nuclear world is always like, uh, it's always gonna be giant cockroaches. Cockroaches survive everything. We, we completely blindsided by goldfish. Goldfish right? are coming in hot. You're going into your kid's bedroom and like... Got my eyes on him. It's like flooding around in the window in a little bowl. Like, 
I know what he's capable of. I know what he's thinking. I know what he's doing. Just look at his eye on that local runoff. Just be like, once I get into the rivers, I will own this world. Man, so like the size of them too. I've seen them in like ponds. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So they were huge, but I haven't seen like riverway ones that are going to get to like fucking oh, lakes and like bigger bodies. Like a man. basketball, dude. They're huge. Yeah, Jesus Christ. And they're in Canada. They're all over the place. They're apparently like in waterways outside of Hamilton and stuff like that and, and in the northern part. And they're too. fattened too, right? Yeah. They just eat. You're right. This is, they, they are the Wisconsinites of the water world. <laughs> Oh my god, dog. Oh, we gotta go fuck it. That'll be the new like can you start eating them eventually at some point? No, because they eat fucking toxic algae shit, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Can't can't even fucking eat them. Maybe it's gonna be one of those like super like the poison fish where there's like one specific part. Like you can only eat their gills. It's the only thing, but it's a delicacy. I don't like anything that eats fucking toxic food. To me, that's their food source. So you know what I'm saying? So you don't like us people <laughs> yeah exactly no but i meant like i don't want to eat that right it's the same ideology for muslims that don't eat pork they think like pigs are dirty because they'll eat whatever right same same principle like i'm not going to eat a fucking goldfish that's eating like the garbage off i hope, that's, off I hope that's accurate it wasn't something you just made up. <laughs> no i'm pretty sure that's just like there's probably more reasoning but swine yeah. being dirty is why it's it's not in a lot of countries it's not eaten you're like no you don't eat those but I mean, bacon is fucking incredible. So like ham hogs, like pork chops, like but you guys are missing out. Unfortunately, it's a tough. Speaking one. of it, it's Ramadan right now. So outside my house, uh, there's a we have a mosque just on the on the intersecting street over here. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey man, y'all practice do what you need to do. But you know, how fucking annoying it is living across the street from a mosque during Ramadan, dude. Holy shit! There's so many cars. It's not even funny. <laughs> Like, I can't even get into my fucking condo right now. We turned, like, coming home after, uh, like, I went out with with Haley or whatever and got a coffee and shit. When I'm coming home, there's six cars that turned onto my street, and every single fucking one of them in front of me turned into the mosque. So it's just this constant flow of traffic, and they park on every single part of the street. So you can't even get in. It's busy season, dog. I mean, Busy season is right. I should have never lived near one. Yo, respect. They're the nicest people, but holy fuck, dude, you can't even get into my house right I now. I can't wait to take that clip and just snip it that part just out snip and go, it look out, at Matt. Like, I wish I never lived near one. <laughs> <laughs> Matt hates people who aren't like him. <laughs> vote, <laughs> vote whatever. Vote PBC. Actually, no. vote PBC, yeah, it's just don't vote Matt Carter. <laughs> fuck, man. Once you get recruited from your podcast, like, we really like what you do. We really like what you're thinking about. You you ever thought about running for office? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've right identified the- you as somebody who might be, uh, you know, right for the job. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. That's <laughs> on the ticket. Yo, check it out. Oh, dude. I gotta I gotta send you this Twitter account. Uh it's fantastic. It's the newest like fucking niche like meme one I found. It's called uh, chaotic nightclub photos. Have you come across this yet? <laughs> no, I have not. Oh my God, dude. It's fucking top tier. It's top fucking tier. You know, when you're in like the club or like the bar and like the camera person comes yeah, the around, like takes photographer a photographer, walks around. Yeah. And they post on their social, right? With their little like club tag in the bottom. Oh, oh my, bro. It's like girls with like fitting their entire fist in their mouth upside <laughs> down. <laughs> like, but they're, like super drunk. So their makeup's off and they're like sweaty and like fucked up. There's one of a guy who's sticking his hand in a girl's mouth, but he has no hand. It's just like a stub. 
And she, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. And he's just like, oh, I get all fucked up. Like, couple other ones of like dudes like accidentally pouring their drinks on a guy's head while they're like putting their arms around their buddies. Dude, it's oh, the no. best Twitter account ever. I got to send you this shit. And I'm imagining because I know the, I know the like the the quality of photography is very high, which means these are like high def photos and like good lighting <laughs> and like it's like the photographers who take those are like hired photographers. They're not, yeah. So it's like, like you know that you're getting these horribly gross moments, but like in super high quality, good framing, like the lighting. Dude, nice. dude, there's like, one. It's like a group of friends posing, and they're all like smiling, laughing, and like it's just it's a good photo. And then in the background, there's this guy. Like you can see him like bumping key cocaine, like putting coke <laughs> on his key. And then the next fo- the next photo is a zoom in of him, and then the one after <laughs> that is just a picture of him and this girl beside him, and he's smiling, and his eyes are like. <laughs> <laughs> quality twitter account this is documenting the reality of history man Just- but i found so in one of the comment replies was like you know those like have you ever seen those underage nightclubs that they do like they'll do like an event night for like oh yeah under alcohol 18. free yeah yeah bro when i came across one was like epic under 18s i just it's these like fucking like what looks like to be like 13 year old boys you click that <laughs> No, it was just a photo, and that was the the tag in the photo, like, of the club, you know, where it would say, like, you know, like, Whiskey Jacks or some shit like that. It says, like, Epic Under Epic 18. Under 18, he clicked, just added to a list somewhere. It didn't like, click. It was already, it was already are you, loaded. Are you going to get arrested? <laughs> Am I going to get arrested? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like yo it's like these like six like 13 year old boys are all wearing like gucci and they're like giving fists in the photo like trying to look tough like they're taking a club photo i mean they grew up they grew up on the tail end of the jersey shore years you know those were, oh, those were their childhood my, heroes god dude i was dying i think this is better than the fucking post itself like this is those, incredible maybe the pinnacle I keep talking about twitter lately but like maybe the pinnacle of that website is those accounts those like really obscure, like I started following a Twitter account that was um, Frasier looking at video games, which is <laughs> it's a still frame from the show Frasier of him leaning against his window, looking out at the city of Seattle. But every version of it is a different video game setting as is the city of Seattle instead. It's like a green screen fill in. That's amazing. Of, of that shot. I found it by accident and it's like yeah this is the i'm here i'm here for this kind of shit <laughs> Frazier looking at video games. Oh, i don't know what to do with my salad and scramble oh every eggs. every response to every one of them is some again. version of that song of course it is exactly I, I hate and love the internet simultaneously <laughs> dude like it was a mistake but it was also the greatest thing we've ever been blessed with it's also proof that there's no such thing we were like last episode we were talking about the watching the will smith thing unfold in real time is you suddenly realize there's no such thing as an original thought. Like never. No. Every time you saw it, every idea has already been shared. Too late. I literally type into Spotify up tempo chill, and there's like 40 playlists <laughs> called up tempo chill. <laughs> it's like, I can't, I can't win, man. I need you to look up like speci- very, very specific moods and just start report back and let me know. Like, what can you find? Like depressed morning. Like, yeah, here you go. Girlfriend left frozen hot dogs in sync for dinner for me <laughs> you know it's like breakup music and shit 
Uh, uh, I could probably find, find some course. good stuff. I got to look into that, man. There's, I feel like the algorithms out there are just the endless possibilities of fucked up shit. Mm, something for everyone. The internet is an insane place, and and this Republican lawmaker is gonna show you why once more. It's it, kind of in the the file of, that I think we built on over this couple of years now of high quality lawmaking, as we often touch on. Just just being informed is you know usually not a part of it. They yeah. think they are, but they're not. Yeah, good good people who have been elected to high office just bringing their A game. Nebraska State Senator Bruce Bosselman, a Republican, took to the state Senate floor on Monday and addressed his concerns that some schools were allegedly providing litter boxes for the use of students that self-identify as cats or dogs, a term that he referred to as, quote, furries. (laughs) Bosselman said that such a practice would be very disruptive to the school system. He went to the state floor and said, I'm a little shocked. It's something called furries. If you don't know what furries are, it's where school children dress up as animals, cats or dogs, during the school day. No, it's not. They nope. meow and they bark and they interact with their school, with their teachers in this fashion. And now schools are wanting to put litter boxes in the schools for these children to use. How is that sanitary? So, Matt, is that what a furry is? <sighs> you know, there's, there's different levels to this shit, as the internet has unfortunately let me know. On several occasions. Um, for what probably would be like a 10-year-old, yeah, that's what a furry is. For an adult, that is not how to put a furry not is. Not what a furry is at all. If you like <laughs> wearing fursuits and, you know, fucking your partner and just wearing your fursona around. It's <laughs> <laughs> going to an orgy I'm in sparky. a warehouse somewhere. <laughs> like 30 people all dressed in mascot costumes. It's also for people like if they have their fursona where they like legit change their personality when they put their costume on and are like way more outgoing and upbeat. And yeah, bro, there's a whole, there's levels to this shit, dog. That's what I'm saying. People live double lives in their fursuits. I think I'm past surprise really like now of just like, and it's just, I I just don't, I just don't care what people do. I don't give a fuck either. Yeah. Like it's amazing to me how little, like I can't, I, I never wrap my head around people whose whole lives are like, like shaking at the thought of like different people doing different shit in their personal time. Oh like, yeah, oh. bro. Oh, I thought you were going to say something different there. No, like I'm like, it blows my mind that people like literally like, honey, you, I noticed you haven't been sleeping a lot lately. Like you've been kind of, you know, you've been tossing and turning, you know, you okay. Everything. Everything. I, do you know that sometimes in some places there are people who dress up in fur costumes and, and, and fuck each other in, and then they, and then they like, pretend to be an animal like how are we allowing this we allow this like these people are fucking he's been hacked <laughs> something wrong with their brain all right i'm gonna go back to sleep just listen to my Coors light dream yeah they're <laughs> gonna dream about Coors light and pick up trunks like i mean uh, it's like go to the states and be like did you know people are doing this like sir we're 47 in education why are we talking about this like oh my god bro like I don't know. The professional haters, professional fucking haters and like business, business snoopers, dog. Who cares? Now, the point of the story for this fuckhead was that he it was not a real thing. This guy no, just read some shit on the Internet and was like, did you know this is happening? People were like, no, because it's not. And he was like, oh, oops. Yeah, it was someone made a comment at like a parent teacher thing or something. And then it like turned into this rumor. 
that started going out, which was never true. So this, the superintendent had to come out actually and debunk it. it was like, yeah. there's never been litter boxes and we've never considered having litter boxes. So he like, was saying that schools were putting litter boxes in their classrooms. So to accommodate. Kids, could, kids could shit <laughs> while dressed as a dog. So he heard this and didn't think to look into it because as insane as it sounds, yeah, you probably might want to look into that one before you bring it to the Senate floor. So he said this and never did it occur to him that could you imagine the social ramifications of, say, being in the fifth grade, coming to school dressed in full cat gear, and then taking a shit in front of your entire class? Like, <laughs> holy fuck, dude. What's Talk Kelly about doing? Oh, she's just dropping a deuce in science. Like, talking about, dude, I had a kid in, in our science class eat his earwax, and he was demonized for the rest of eternity. Like you can imagine taking just shitting in the back, being the cat kid that meows all the time. You're if done. If that kid, if that kid grew up, <laughs> ran like saw like cured cancer, and like you saw him, and it was like a, they gave him like a medal, it, like comes out like Justin Trudeau just putting it like we're very oh, we're very proud of you for curing all disease, and you saw that on the news. <laughs> What's the first thing your brain would think? You're still the guy that took a shit in the fifth grade litter box. <laughs> You're still the guy who ate his earwax in front of the whole room. Like people don't forget. <laughs> fucking true. People so fucking true. Forget. So yeah, this is quality. No, uh, no passing the logic checks for this guy. Eh? But by the way, you're in charge of figuring out what we all do around here. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, to be fair, to his credit, he did he did apologize later and redact the statement. However, you brought it to the Senate floor, my guy. Like, yeah, we work three hours a day, like three days a week, and get elected to do that. Like, you just wasted four you hear this shit. Of- you hear yeah. this shit? Yeah, they're it's- shitting and pissing in litter boxes. Well, as it turns out, in the largest uh, clinical trial to date on the drug ivermectin, it is effectively useless. Against treating COVID-19. That is right. What we all fucking knew has been finally affirmed. Some case studies here. Now, the largest clinical trial to date on the use of antiparasitic drug ivermectin against COVID-19 concluded that the drug is completely ineffective at treating the pandemic disease, according to results published in the New England Journal of Medicine. Now, the double-blind, randomized, placebo-controlled clinical trial that's a lot ooh, of mumbo jumbo ooh, for a lot of people, but whew. I just ripped that. Oh, just, <laughs> just, God damn, man. I mean, ooh, baby. Now, that's how you know it was, it's a real thing. That's the uncut, pure, double blind, backed fucking everything, bro. Oh, what you need? That's on an N1 mixtape of like scientists. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, just the guy like standing in the lab, like, yo, we just pulled a double blind experiment. <laughs> Randomized placebo controlled. You know what I'm saying? This clinical trial was off the hook. <laughs> I'm here. That's how. How do we make science sexy? That's how. Right we there. Need a, we need an MC on the court. We need fucking Matt Barnes out here to deliver a fucking <laughs> speech for us. All right. Now, so it was primarily designed to test if ivermectin could reduce the need for hospitalization among 1,358 COVID 19 patients at high risk of severe disease. Ivermectin did not, according to the international team of research behind the trial, it did not. Now, we find a significantly or clinically meaningful lower risk of medical admission to a hospital or prolonged emergency department 
observation with ivermectin useless this shit doesn't fucking work so what we all knew so all those times you were getting your haircut by the lady with the fucking can i talk to your manager haircut that like tried to brag that she's got the plug on ivermectin because she has a horse har- or a horse farm at home yeah useless useless that's you just fake got clout you got took. fake clout yep so i mean but like doesn't matter it just it just doesn't matter doesn't matter doesn't nope. matter i'm still gonna take it anyway I'm still going to, I'm going to pump wrong. that Joe, shit, bro. Joe Rogan, thanks. You know, help for him. Yeah, I'm, gonna... I'm sorry, what, New England Journal of Medicine, you said? Yes. Yeah, but have you read the the Alabama uh, dossier of doctor stuff? Because they say <laughs> ivermectin is fucking 100% effective at doing everything, including making you feel closer to Jesus, too. Which, you know what number it one. Actually, it actually does. It actually helps <laughs> with rosacea in a, in a cream form. It actually does helps reduce the inflammation because I know somebody that has a slight rosacea and during the pandemic stuff, they went to their fucking dermatologist and he's like, okay, I'm going to give you ivermectin cream. Yeah. Shoppers drug mart calls, says, Hey, your prescription's been filled. Come pick it up. They go to shoppers drug mart. They're like, hi, I'm here to pick up my prescription. You're like, okay, name, blah, blah, blah. What's it for? It's ivermectin cream. And they're like, look, we don't have that here. No, you can't get that. Like that's the, like, like no way. I actually shut it down. Need like, it for real life. You, like you fucking idiot. Like that's not a thing. Like get the fuck out. And they're like, uh, you guys called me and told me that you had the prescription filled. Like, <laughs> oh, 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 like, you're, yeah, we you're do. the one guy we're supposed to let happen. You're the one guy we're supposed <laughs> to give it to. Excellent. Look, I'm giving it to you. <laughs> <laughs> like how certain they are in that too. That they're like the second Ivor. No, like no, like no. Get actually, the fuck out of here. You know, frustrating like that would be though if you worked in the pharmacy and all these oh. people start coming in asking for it. And they're like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I Dude. think you should only get it if you actually ride into the pharmacy on a horse. Like, have you, you been know? eating a horse feces? Yes. All right. Here you go, sir. <laughs> you actually have to clip any clop to the, the prescription, like reach down. Like, thank are, you. Are you, a, are you a horse furry? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think at some point in the pandemic, somebody who wanted ivermectin dressed up like a horse? Yes, because I've seen my strange addiction with a person that identifies as a horse. So 1,000% someone has done that just based so you, on numbers. So you think that they went and were like, you got to hook me up. I identify as a horse. So hook someone, me up. Someone, has, someone has at least written those words or thought that out. Yes, 100%. I think that's the, it's, it's the brain-shattering theme of this afternoon, of course, in the span of two episodes. But like every... There's no, there's, is there anything that isn't, you know, like, is there any, can you think of any outcome for, for anything by any person on earth that isn't possible or already happening or already happened? Like every variation, like what is, what doesn't exist? Dude, there are no, there are no original thoughts anymore. It feels like, and when they are, they're just a, they're just an amalgamation of already thought up shit. Right. So it's really, you're just like borrowing from ideas that are already there combining them. Look no further than fucking go look up a video game review for any new game that comes out. Yeah, and listen, to, yeah. listen to the yeah. first things that they say. It's kind of like if dark souls met a shooter, like call of duty and then played with the, you know, physics system of half-life. Like everything is, everything is just, an amalgamation of something else. And every time I think I thought of something funny or new, if I look it up, someone already fucking said it before me. Or I, I read it and then forgot it because I'm a fucking idiot and then thought, <laughs> hey, I made this up. Which is like, I think what 90% of people fucking do. Yeah. Uh, this is an original thought of mine. It's totally not something I read like 
while taking a shit and reading Google like a week ago. Like, yeah, but I'm going to say it. And I only like, my brain actually only remembers like 60% of what I read. So I'm going to say it with certainty and then kind of like fill in the blanks with my imagination. And then you're going to believe the information I told you. And this is fact and you're, you're gullible. So you're going to believe it and listen. You know, I was reading the other day. You know, I was reading the other day. I was reading, uh, I was reading that like, uh, uh, like I like you put that you put the horse paste on some toast, right? And then you eat it, and like no, no, it's not COVID. It, it's it's you know it, it's really good for for you know uh, curing diarrhea. So you, so you got to put the toast because the carbs like I read the study it's like the carbs like help the paste get into your digestive tract and it like really cures everything. It's a cure all. I read that. I I read that. Oh really? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna join this Facebook group and. Tell people about something I heard from somebody I know. Like, dog, it's all such ridiculous peddled bullshit online. Like, yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow out here telling people, like, hey, I drink alkaline water with lemon in it. You know, it really, really hits it. Literally, conf- that defeats the purpose of alkaline water. Alkaline water is a basic pH level for anybody who doesn't know. So putting lemon in it literally removes the alkaline <laughs> aspect so of the water. So she like water, right? Yes, <laughs> like- that's exactly it. It's exactly my point. But water was shit. Like, oh, that's. that's that's so smart. Like that's, that's culture. That's, you know what I mean? Like they had add all that shit to it. And it's like, no, yeah, it's of course. just fucking bullshit peddling. The, why do we work so hard? I don't know, dude. Like why I do we work you. so hard when you can just make something up? Even all the time we do, I do podcasts and shit. Like that's too much. That's it's too much work, dog. It's too much. You really, what you really should do is just invent anything and sell it to people. You know? This podcast isn't comedy. You know, it's not comedy. It's helpful. It's life-changing conversational banter. It's uplifting, insightful, introspective word amalgamations. It's uh, the power of friendship fusing to give you the psychological and spiritual tools you need to reach your true potential where the fuck was this before we like dog like get on this write this shit down bro that's what I, are we let's am go I scam marketing some this whole thing let's, wrong that's what i'm saying let's go scam some people dog. we gotta we just gotta fake it till we make it yo we gotta get that scammer mindset but not actually be scammers and i think we'll be successful because if so they you're can gonna fake go, it till they make it we can actually do it Exactly. So you're going to go away for two weeks. You're going to come back refreshed. I mean, glowing, by the way, glowing. Jamaica, like I'm going to come back Jamaican. You're going to come back. You're going to have your, you're going to have your beautiful black locks into a color, his hair color, not his, that's still white. <laughs> not actually. <laughs> you're going to have your beautiful locks dreaded. You're going to be glowing with just a little, just a little pink hue, a little pink after, after those beachy days. You're going to come back refreshed and, and I'm going to come back energized and ready to go to for, completely different reasons but i don't know yet and then we're going to start welcome to episode it's blah 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 time on april whatever the fuck welcome to episode 77 of fucking a the motivational life-changing psycho spiritual podcast we gotta change the game bro we gotta change the mindset that's the thing man we gotta we gotta go a little more like evangelical tv preacher yes yeah sorry listeners who have been here so sorry to all 11 of you. I, I, we've just been misleading you this whole time. Come into our own. Got to grow. 
Yeah. Bit of mature, you know. 77th episode, too. I mean, like, numerologist, hello. Hello. I mean, something about that number. I, I don't know if you know this, but I read the other day that 77 is uh, a number that um, everything that touches it um, becomes, like, uh, insanely prosperous. But only if, only if you tell other people about this podcast. Otherwise, you won't get the blessings of the 77th episode. You know, if we put that vibe out there enough, some person's going to get Chinese in the next little while and they're going to be like, lucky number 77, and their mind's going to fucking shatter. Yeah. They're going to keep yeah. that in their wallet for like three years and forget yeah. about it and then pull it out later and be like, oh my God. Crack the fortune cookie after it's like stuffed after a big low main. Just like, oh yeah, right. It's like, <gasps> I heard it on that podcast the other day. They're right. <laughs> they were right. No, I want Chinese food. Fuck. <laughs> I have such a monkey brain. Such you got a monkey Reed's brain. coming now, buddy. Yo, update for a story we covered about a year ago here. Um, okay. You remember the great Canadian maple syrup heist? Yes. Where the guys were like emptying some of the drums of the, the uh, maple syrup. So basically what happened was these guys uh, were at access to the maple syrup farms. And the drums of maple syrup were only weighed by like the, whatever the Federation is and like documented or whatever once a year. So they were aware of the dates and the timing and all that stuff. So after that, they started siphoning small amounts of maple syrup out of the things and replacing it with water. And then eventually someone found out about it and it it turned into this multi-million dollar scam, right? Well, yeah. Update here. So Richard Valeris, uh, on Thursday, the Canadian Supreme Court ruled that Valerius, the mastermind behind the great Canadian maple syrup ice, is required to pay back the full amount of the syrup he stole and then sold. He can pay back $9 million Canadian or serve six more years in jail. Yeah, so let me ask what? you, Dan. Let me ask you, Dan. Would you rather pay back $9 million or spend the six years in jail? I guess, I guess it depends. Do I have $9 million? Well, I can't make a million and a half a year, so I'm going to fucking prison. Even if I could, even if for my job right now, they were like, Matt, you either pay me right now 9 million fucking bucks, you're going to owe us for the rest, or you can just go sit out six years in jail. I'm like, I'm going to jail. I'm not paying 9 yeah. million. I can't uh, pay 9 uh, fucking million dollars. <laughs> sure. Give me a weekend to go check out those maple syrup farms again. Well, your, your name is probably dollars. sullied in the, in the maple syrup market in regards to selling now. <laughs> People are not going to want to deal with you. You're I like, have you're the- been sullied in the maple <laughs> syrup world. You don't know what I've been through. You sue the government for defamation. Like, I can't even, I can't even work in my field anymore. I can't even tap my trees. $9 million for six years in prison. I, I, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to jail. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right now. Would you go to jail for six million or for six years if you got paid nine million dollars? Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Right? You didn't even blink. Yeah, of course. You'd say goodbye to your family, be like, "I'm gone for six years." Okay, guys. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get like a master's. I'm gonna get like two master's degrees in that while I'm in. I'm gonna you know come I mean? out, but I'm also gonna be institutionalized because <laughs> I should change as you, fam. Six years? Yeah, that's enough time. Well, I mean, which what what prison are you sending me to? I mean, me. Like I'm a, I'm a zero flight risk. Like I'm a zero anything risk. Do I get country? Do I get a, a, like middling white guy country club jail? Like we'll send you to a me- We'll send you to a medium. Is kinks in prison still open? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you get, but you're going to get butt fucked over there, buddy. I, I don't want to, I don't, I, I don't want to be in a place where I'm so vulnerable. <laughs> now here's the thing. Here's the thing with prison, buddy. They're going to test you. As long as you stand up for yourself, nobody will bother you. That's what happens. They test you. And if you like fold, you're done. 
But if you're like, even if you get the shit kicked out of you, but you stand up for yourself and you're not like a shit disturber, people will leave you alone. Now, like, guys like guy us, alone. like he's fine. Guys like us, take the shit kicking. Yeah, but fight back. Like, don't let them just take your shit and then you're good. What if I get stabbed? Then you're dead. Um, okay. That's just how it goes. Like, that's if you get a, <laughs> if you get a sharpened toothbrush to the rib cage, so be it. It is what it is. So that's the risk you're taking for the money, right? Like, these, <laughs> okay. these are things to consider. Can I do three years of community service for four million? No, you don't get like parole out on this. Like, there's no, you're right. No. <laughs> Can I bargain this down from the genie just a no, little bit? Not even if you plead. There's nothing. There's no deal with the fucking agency here. No deals with the DA. I can't flip. No. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> flip for a million dollars. Do you want to potentially get, get stabbed and get the cash, or like, what's up? It's up to you. Just you got to strap like a phone book to your rib cage underneath. One hundred percent shirt, right? Yeah, you got to call. They don't, who uses phone books anymore? Prison, bro. Prison is back in the. But they, I guess they don't give you phone books. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's your that's complimentary right. phone book. Your your state clothes. Your you can use the glue on the back here to burn it down and fucking you know create rolling papers. You can you can club people wow. with it. You can make vodka Hold armor. On. Hold on, everybody. Get your notepads. Matt's got some more stuff he wants to share. Everybody, write that down. Do a lot glue with a phone book, man. From phone book. All right. Good to know. You can do crazy stuff, dude. You can get the glue from the like Pokemon cards or like Yu-Gi-Oh cards. You can like peel off the like plastic front covering and like get the glue off the back of those, dude. Like people do crazy shit in jail, dude. That's yeah. It's a it's the ultimate. They also improv. spend all their commissary on like hash that's been smuggled up a guy's asshole and just you know smoke that all night too. So jail's a different world, bro. It's it's yeah. It's, it's got its ups and downs apparently. Now. I have to make an appointment because I have people in need. And when people are in need, we call Dr. Matt. Hello. Reporting services for duty. Services are needed. Check out my page on Guy. I've healed spines. Dr. Matt, I lied about a really stupid thing, and now I don't know how to fix it. When COVID first hit, obviously my friends and family were all scared. Some of us had underlying conditions that made it extra scary. So we were all ready to obey the rules wear masks, stay home, et cetera. But a lot of my friends got sick anyway. Nobody died, thank goodness. And a while, a couple were really sick, but they're better now. My problem, and the stupid thing I did, is that I lied and said that I had COVID too. I don't know why I did. I'm not usually a liar. But when I kept seeing messages about Carrie has it, Michael has it, and so do the kids, and all the support and love they got, I just one day said I had it too. And I posted selfies of myself looking sick and pictures of when I got, quote, better. But it gets worse. Once I was better, I missed the attention. So I said I had COVID again. And this time I gave myself long COVID and I've been, quote, sick for months. I finally met up with some friends in person last week and it hit me. Just what a nasty and stupid thing I did. For some reason, it didn't seem real when it was just on social media and Zoom. But now that I have to face my friends again, I don't know what to do. Tell you what you do. This person is now addicted to this shit. Even though they have their moral conscience stepping in, it's going to be bigger lies and shit with their friends now. You know what I mean? For other other bullshit. It's probably like a, com- a compulsion they have that they're going to start developing. Um, so is basically, this the if- husband from the other time, the other one we were talking like a few weeks ago? The one who makes up stories and makes them wildly exaggerated? Oh, my God. The guy from his work? Yeah. He's writing into this one. <laughs> He's right here. Yeah. <laughs> like... 
Uh, well, you can't tell them now. You're fucking, if you're actually, you know, if you're actually remorseful about it, you keep that shit inside. You go to like a priest and you like apologize or some shit so you can get it off your chest. But maybe this column is that for you. So this is you getting it off your chest. But you can't tell them. Like you can't because your friendship with them is over forever. If I were like, you were, you told me you were sick for months and like we sent you like sympathy and I like sent you like food and shit yeah. like that. Fuck you, dude. Like it's the shit's over. The I shit's made over. you soup. I made you soup and I brought it to your house in a little Tupperware with one of those good little rubber lids that really like, I didn't even go inside. I didn't even say hi to you. I was scared. So I left it out at the front of your door. I yeah, cried I, for you. I, I curbside dropped off you a thing of soup. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Uh, bro, like attention, man. People like attention seekers to the utmost. Right? Like you got to move to another state or another province. You got to move somewhere. No, nah, you just like you just if they found out. Oh, absolutely. If, yeah, but you, if they find out, you just eat this one, man. Just take it on the chin and just realize that you're a fucking fuck up and 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 move along. Just take don't, up drinking and like repress it for the rest of your but, life. Yeah, you don't know? do that. But don't allow. That's why I said like go to a priest or some shit. Just get it off your fucking chest. But don't <laughs> go to a priest. <laughs> Yeah, man, let's go in one of those little booths and be like, this is what's up. But here's the thing, like, as long as it doesn't start becoming a compulsion, because that's it sounds like the slippery slope of, like, now you're going to lie about everything, you know what I mean? You're yeah. just going to keep going off about, you know, the next thing and what was me. But maybe it's just narcissism. I don't know. Go take some fucking selfies and post online. See what happens. I, I appreciate that your solution was confess to your sins. Yeah, man. Wow. Throw it up to the all the almighty. You know, All I don't right. know, man. I just feel like if you need to get it off, you need to talk to somebody, maybe a therapist. But like, you're a piece of fucking shit. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> just the so priest gotta, on the other side, like, wow, you're an asshole. Like, you're an asshole, but like, I have to forgive you. So, like, get it off your chest. What would you say? Like, what if, what if one of your friends came by and was just like, yeah, I lied about having COVID twice. Like, all those self, I staged those selfies. I like didn't put my makeup on in the morning. I just let my hair messy. Like, you know, didn't shower. I think it like, would end my friendship straight up. I'd be like, what? Like, even if they came through and were like, I'm a fucking idiot asshole. And I was obsessed with the attention clearly. And I think that's like, I'm, I'm an idiot. Like. I'd probably definitely, it would cause a rift for sure. I was going to say you, you referred them to a priest to begin with, but can Dr. Matt show forgiveness? Mm, depends what friend, if you did it, I'd be like very, it'd be a rift and it'd be no more it'd be a problem. This would be over. No, probably. I'd be like, all right, man. But I don't think I'd, I'd cut it off with you. But like if somebody at work that I was like friends with or like somebody I'm kind of friends-ish with, yeah, done immediately. Never talking to you again. Never. Get Just, fucked. Go. No, I can't wish anything How bad. bored could you have been? Like, that's, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like buy a sourdough starter. Like <laughs> dog, like. Everybody else has COVID and I'm perfectly healthy. This sucks. Like, oh, okay. Well, we had to drive, we had to drive to Etobicoke to get yeast for Haley because she actually fucking bakes bread. And when the pandemic hit, everyone's like, oh, I'm going to start baking. We couldn't fucking get yeast anywhere. I drove to Etobicoke, bro. No one wants to have to do that. No, never. <laughs> never. <laughs> Shudder. Uh, Dr. Matt, <laughs> me, my boyfriend, John. His older sister, Katie, and her boyfriend, Tom. It's a lot of names going it's on. It's a lot here. of names, but okay. We'll try to keep the narrative here. They're all between the ages of 28 and 31. Katie has always been an overly competitive big sister and jealous of John's easygoing and likable nature. 
As an adult, Katie very much has everything, but seems unhappy and overall insecure about her outwardly extremely successful life. I've worked so hard to establish what I thought was a good relationship with Katie. She's not an easy person to get close to, but it's important to me that we at least feel comfortable around each other. And it would mean a lot for me to grow if we could grow to be friends in the coming years. Very wholesome, right? Sounds to be so far. Where does it fall off the rails here? In January, John and I made plans to get engaged on a meaningful trip in May. John clued his parents in. And that info made its way to Katie. And now she is livid because in her mind, John being engaged before her is him winning at life or something. Katie threw an astounding scene and made their mom call John and ask him to move our engagement months later so that Katie and Tom could have time to get a custom ring made, make elaborate engagement plan and propose before our trip. Even though this is bad timing for them as Tom started a new job and they just moved. And they just started getting a puppy, with, which will require work. John has informed his mom we are not changing our plans, but now John has been told that he has to call Tom and tell him our exact plans down to the day to ensure Tom can get his act together at least a day before John proposes. That's the most pathetic thing I've ever fucking heard. Can you imagine uttering those words to a fan and not, like, just immediately necking yourself? Like, I... I, I I do not understand how people can be this fucking self-centered and crazy, bro. Like, so what do you do? What do you, what do you tell, what do you tell uh, the sister? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. We're getting engaged. Like tell your mans to get, to get it done. But like, you're trying to steal our thunder. That's all that is. How do you want to be Tom in this scenario? Like which one's Tom? That's a lot of names. Tom is the, Tom is the, the, the guy that's got to be miserable husband of the sister of the sister. Okay. Right? Yeah, just getting calls from the other guy all the time. Like we're getting married. You better propose to her the day before. Like, Oh fuck. Dude, that's the kind of, that's the kind of thing that I'd be like, I don't know if I want to marry you. Like, yeah, like straight how, up. Like every day, just getting like the grill of like, they're getting married. We have to do it now. Like, um, it's not even the like the like want to marry. It's the fact that like you need to like beat your brother and like this is a competition. Like what? Yeah. Like yeah. what? Are, what is wrong with you? Fuck is wrong with you? It's another I'll one of those you, like auto sign up for therapy. I test them. Oh, I'd get like a shit ring and propose to them and see what they say. <laughs> and if they're like this ring is shit, I'd be like we're done. Wow, we're done. You do some I Machiavellian. Know. I know what it's about here. That, that's that's what I, I would call Mattiavellian. Is that evil? Is that an evil thing to do? I don't know. I don't is know. Is evil really a thing, man, or is it more of a construct? Listen, I took that evil? class in university, all right? And it's everything boiled down to if God is exist, then evil, evil needs to exist and yada, yada. And I'll tell you this. I stopped going to that class, so I couldn't tell you anymore. <laughs> I don't know if evil exists. All right? What he that, can tell you is every detail of how to beat Dark Souls on a speed run. Yep. I did not get a great mark in that class. Stop getting my fucking teacher had a, like a rat tail, like, and he loved Star Wars and he wouldn't stop talking about it. And I'm like, I'm just going to read the notes later. I thought you did guys right. were, I thought you were boys. Well, okay. Oh, yeah. He's the guy that we locked eyes and I was stoned. And so was he. And we just nodded. We locked eyes. Yeah, I was in a fucking, I was in a lecture in a philosophy class. And like, I was ripped. And like, I'm pretty sure my eyes looked it. And he was like talking to the class and he was fucking stoned as hell too. And he's going off. And like, 
he was like mid sentence and he just like stopped. Well, like he kept talking, but he looked at me and we locked eyes and like we just held it for like a couple seconds and we both nodded at each other. It was like understood. Like, I, yeah, you're eyes. lit. You're lit. You and your professor locked eyes. It's the start of a fan fiction for in a lot of ways, I think. Yeah, especially when he's got a fucking Jedi rat tail. Like, I don't want to read the rest of that fanfic. Yeah. Hey, you know what? <laughs> he's got a gentle soul. Obi-Wan really? removes his robe. Ooh, Misa so horny, Obi-Wan. <laughs> you can follow Matt's Substack. It's publishing now. Jar Jar Binks sex novels. God damn. <laughs> oh, God. All right, Dr. Matt, my husband, 32, and I, 31, have been together going on six years. I feel like we have a solid relationship, but we have some problem areas, as most people do. We've done relationship counseling over the years, individual and couples, to help work through the problem spots. My husband is, self-admittedly, not good at expressing or identifying his own feelings due to a lot of factors growing up. I have repeatedly found that he sexed other women over the years. We're talking double-digit times this has been discovered. He says, I can look at his phone whenever I want, and it goes both ways. And I learned this through what he was up to. Normally, it's women from Snapchat, FetLife, Kick, etc. Real people, but not connected to his real life. This has caused so many issues for us. He would not want me doing the same thing, but he seems genuinely distraught that he can't figure out how to stop doing this. I don't know. I, I, just, <laughs> I just can't stop texting these women. He doesn't know what drives him, except that he thinks of it as interactive porn. His kinks are specific, but he doesn't want to talk to me like he talks to them because he doesn't want to think of me that way. I also feel like sometimes he sex instead of being present in our marriage. Feels like a compulsion. He does it when he gets home from work, when he first wakes up in the morning, and when we're lying in bed together. Oh. Oh. I mean. Oh, dude. Just like this far away. Like, what are you, what are you up to? Like, nothing. <laughs> no. Nothing. Uh, go back to bed. Go back to bed. Yeah. Uh, I'm, just on, I'm just on Twitter. Oh, that slap. Oh, honey, did you see the, the, the fucking, everyone's, people are reacting. <laughs> Just uses Will Smith as an out. <laughs> people are reacting. I want to be part of the conversation, you know? Like, I got to be I gotta be involved, you know? So he's been caught like multiple times doing this? Yeah, double digit times. Oh, my. Double yo, like, digit. That's like, dude, that's a lot of times. Like, that's a lot that's, of times. That's a lot of times. <laughs> My guy, I think you might have a problem, but like, I don't understand how it's, how's that even a problem though? Just, just, just stop. It's just, is this one of those, like, this person's got their answer already? Like, I don't know what to do. Like you've caught him for honey. This is the 37th time I've caught you doing this. Like, I, I don't know why I do it. I, I can't stop. <laughs> like, I, I cannot stop texting these like cute Asian girls from, <laughs> From TikTok. Like, I wonder if he's paying. I wonder if he's paying for it, bro. Yeah, I've got 47 OnlyFans subscriptions, and I can't stop messaging these people. I mean, Deshaun like, Watson had 40 masseuses, like, it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> There's no upper limit to these things, is there? No, never. Like, every time we, we, every time we find a story like this about people getting up to, like, crazy shit, it's like, there's no, like, well, it was once or twice and, twice, and then he said it was enough, and moved on 
he got Always. over it. You know, he made a mistake. He he fucking owned up to yeah. it. You know, we put him in the doghouse for a while. He was genuinely apologetic and off we went. We were okay. It's no, he just doubled down and I caught him 11 more times. <laughs> it's like he's got five apps running simultaneously. I've caught you 39 times doing this. Like this man's prolific. Like he's living a double life. I guess that he's probably just ashamed to admit it to himself, you know? He's probably and his wife. Probably got the AI chatbot too, you know. Like when I'm Yo, when I'm bored, I just you know what? Tell Open her up she to sucks. Text your wife like that. Open up to her. Maybe she's into some of the shit you're into. You know, unless it's like real bad, then fuck. I'm sorry, bro. You just That's made a mistake. The other then. thing is just that if she's seen it numerous times, that they that he's been that he cannot stop himself all the time. Does that also mean that like every time we're laying in bed together and I look over and you're just like like yep well even if he even if he isn't they're gonna be thinking that you know what i mean you caught him 12 times like it's it, <laughs> you know what i'm saying yep. that's always gonna be on our mind so that's Honey, gonna this be this is the 87th time i've caught you doing this like i i don't know i i deleted the apps i i and then i installed them again i guess and i act i i started text i i don't know see that's such know. a the trust is so fucking blastedly gone on that shit that like yo you can be like yo look at my phone but like once you're already at that point that's that's uh that's a recipe for disaster <laughs> yeah, would you like to look at my phone i know what i'm gonna find like i oh this, this, oh there it is again oh this woman just doesn't want to get divorced bro that's what it is and she's just like pleading online for help unfortunately that's sad that's yeah. sad bro what but do i do this guy obviously cannot cannot fix it you know that's sad that's fucking sad. But to be fair, I mean, shit, lady, well, you should start. You should make a profile and you should message him on some like fet life shit. Should she, should she do, just do the exact same thing back? Yeah. Like, but like with him, like in incognito, like won't even know oh. she's talking to him. Yeah. No, she, like, she should like, she should just be like, yo, fuck it. I got, she said, she's like, he wouldn't like it if I did that. Like, all right. What are you doing over there? Uh, nothing. I'm just, I'm just talking to asking 12 guys. different guys to finger blast my asshole. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know, what? <laughs> like, what are you doing over there? Oh, uh, <laughs> watching Will Smith get slapped. How, how oh, dare you just reacting to the, you know, I just, I'm just part of the conversation here online, you know, blood just boiling. <laughs> well, we want to thank you for being a part of our conversation here today. This is the 76th episode the fucking a podcast my name is dan my platonic uh secret late night text Fun. friend mm -hmm. is um is matt you know spit swapper 69 over here oh <laughs> i want them guessing any passwords or anything like that i don't need my wife to find out my fed life name <laughs> yeah i do uh, For i the hope i don't get time. caught i may have 12 different apps i use so i hope i don't get caught <laughs> like honey you have a lot of notifications you know that <laughs> so many your phone is always buzzing what is that <sighs> shit Fuck. this is the fucking a comedy podcast thank you again for joining us i uh, hope you'll come back for episode 77 as we said it's gonna be a full rebrand it's gonna be all motivational it's gonna be all uh psycho spiritual I think yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to find jaw when I go away. So yes. Yes. Report back and let us know what you find. Yeah, brother. <laughs>
if you want to support the show, all we ask is that you subscribe to it and tell a friend about the about the continuing saga that is the two of us doing whatever it is we call it, really. How how you would define this spilling out of it's like the audio, it's the audio version of putting a litter box in your kid's classroom. That's what it is. Yes. The podcast is the litter box and the furries are us. I don't, I'm going to, I'm not even going to acknowledge it. I'm just going to leave it. I'm just going to leave that. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at fucking a podcast, F U C K I N E H podcast. You can email us, reach out, let us know what you're thinking. Does this show suck? Do you have psycho spiritual analysis that you want to share with us that we could really use to improve ourselves and reach our maximum potential? Email the show F N E H podcast at gmail.com. You can also find the podcast on YouTube, so search that if that's your preferred mode of taking things in. comes with a neat little looping background like we have behind us right now. Also, you can find show notes for this episode, links to the things we talk about of all kinds. You can find that on disinformed.ca slash fucking A. And last but not least, the Spotify playlist. All the music from the intro and outros of the audio versions of this show can be found on Spotify in a neat little collection. It is like 140 songs strong. Getting deep, bro. Getting deep. Growing and growing. One day we'll like max out the capacity. One day. Matt, do you have parting wisdom for people? Um, Yes. Since you're listening to this in the future and I've already been back from Jamaica and I had a blast. Travel. People should travel if you can, if it's in your means and you're able to. Even if it's within your own state or province or wherever, get out and check some shit out. Are you, you telling me that you and that fucking you McGregor Obi Wan fucking Travelocity commercial got to you? That do you think do you think we'll regret the things we didn't buy or the places we didn't go? Like, yeah, I hate that commercial, uh, you, but it you, did. It worked, eh? It worked. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. Yeah, sadly. yeah. He's right, man. But no, the real feel. Like, Job feel. Oh, I can't. God, I don't want to be. I'm gonna be like this in like two weeks. Jesus fucking Christ! I know it. It's impossible. I can't wait till '77 when we start this thing up. And you're like, yeah, I'm on. on. Wag yeah. on. <laughs> Wag on. Uh, all right, folks. Until then, take care of yourselves. See you next time. Deuce, deuce. Happening for me, the cycle's never ending. That's why now I befriend it. What you leave at night time will come find you in the sunrise. Mornings matter to me, and even when it's miserable, thankful for the day to come. Thankful for the day to come. I think the morning matters. I think the morning matters. I think the morning matters.
are those who know and love me. Clarity is in my bedroom. Blessings greater than my problems. But my people, I don't want.